So this eighth essay is actually a letter that the Rebbe writes to a certain community where the congregation wasn't allowed someone to be the reader of the services because he prayed at two length. And some people there were, were in a rush. They wanted to go on to work and they couldn't they didn't have the time for someone to pray so slowly. So the Rebbe says to them that this is a horrible thing. Because we know prayer prolongs one's life. Prolonged prayer prolongs life. So if you're pressed for time, and that's why you don't want someone to lead the services at length, go. And it's better for you to miss the repetition of the Shemona Esrei, of the Amida, because you can't stay. And everyone else should pray shorter, and you're tampering with their life. And there's even a concept that because you're under duress and you had to leave early, that the reader is disturbing your obligation of praying. In other words, we have this concept that if your person's under duress, God allows, forgives that act. Like here you're under duress. You have to leave. The, the congregants are still praying. You have to leave. You pray, you have to leave. You're under duress. So there's one level of, okay, you won't be punished. God understands you're under duress. But here that I was saying specifically with prayer, it's even stronger than that. And on a certain level, it's considered as if you did answer to the repetition of the Shemona Esrei prayer by the reader answering in a certain sense, just as it says in the Talmud, that the people in the fields in the times of the Talmud, that they couldn't go to synagogue, they couldn't pray in the quorum because they had to be in the field. And through the reader in the synagogue saying the prayers, it's as if, at a very certain level, these people actually prayed. And the Rebbe says this is especially true in our times, because if this was true at the times of the Talmud, when their main service was not prayer, how much more so is this significant now when our main service is prayer? Why is our main service prayer now? Because our main service can't be Torah study. We, we don't have heads for it. We have too much pressure from the exile we're in to properly learn, but we do have the ability to still properly pray. What does it mean to properly pray? To pray with a real feeling for God. That's why we have the whole organization of the prayer, all of the passages before the Shema prayer, are supposed to bring us to pray the Shema with the true love of God. So what we are supposed to do as we pray is meditate and think of the prayers and think those thoughts that arouse our love and awe of God when we come to the Shema prayer and the Amida, the Shemonastri prayer, we can pray it with the true love of God. And this is truly a commandment. The commandment to love God is the foundational commandment of all of the 613 and definitely the foundational commandment of all of the 248 positive commandments. Now, how do you command a love? How do I command an emotion? Okay, turn on an emotion. I can't do that. So what's God commanding me? Love me, if you like it or not. What God's commanding me is to meditate on those subjects that will bring to love. So if I'm truly fulfilling the commandment that God said love, that means I'm thinking the thoughts that should evoke the love. And if I think those thoughts, the love will come, especially because I love God. Loving God is latent in the heart of every Jew. So all I need to do is think those thoughts that will evoke my love of God. And this is what I need to do when I pray. Now, what's happening at that point? What's happening is something very significant to the global picture. Because nowadays, we say prayer is a primary service. Why? Because we have to bring the Messiah, and we have to elevate all the sparks that fell from the world of chaos into our world, as we've discussed several times already. When one prays, true emotion 
that elevates all the sparks in their portion in the world that they're engaged with. The sparks in my food that I'm eating that's animating me, the, the, my highest, the animal soul on the level of animating me, the garments I'm wearing, all of these things, my shelter, the house I'm in, all of these physical items that are creating an environment that allows me to pray now when I pray with proper intent and proper emotion, all of the sparks in this entire physical environment going all the way to my house and my clothing and my food, all of these sparks are released, which is what I need to do to bring them aside. Now, in earlier times, much earlier times, like in the Talmud, when souls were on a much higher level, they didn't need as extensive prayers because very quickly they could just snap into a tremendous love and fear of God, pray with enormous intent, elevate all the sparks, and move on, and go back to Torah study. But we're not on that level. So we need to pray longer. And if someone wants to pray, we shouldn't do anything to shorten their prayers. 